Hello everybody, hello to you my beautiful listeners out there. It's been such a process for me to get the show recorded. I've been like it's it's been it's <laughs> I don't know, like I woke up I woke up really early this morning and like it's still very early now. But like I I get I get a sense of stage fright when I have to record for an episode. And somehow I end up forgetting how to speak English. Weird. Like sometimes that'll happen to me at work as well. And you know, <laughs> you know, it's the most embarrassing thing because you know I've got a pretty loud voice. So like majority of the time when I'm having conversations with my clients, like people are eavesdropping. <laughs> okay? People are eavesdropping. And then a customer will hit me with a line that I least expected and then like all of a sudden I forget how to speak English and it becomes the most embarrassing situation because it's a situation that you can't really recover from so I suffer from that like as well I think it's just nerves like I can speak to you guys I speak to you guys weekly on a weekly basis and I don't know man there's just I just there's just that feeling of nervousness that's in me you know then I get butterflies and then somehow like I hit writer's block do you get writer's block for for someone who's recording a show for a podcast I don't know but like it's something along those lines like I just forget how to talk so like it's tough for me it's very very tough for me but like I'm so happy to be speaking to you guys once again on this beautiful Sunday morning the 19th of February. Uh, I want us to jump right into it, right? So, like, I've got a victory song, okay? And the thing is, like, every time I win, I feel the need to play the song. This is my go-to song. So it's called Money Trees by Kendrick Lamar. And I feel like this is, now is the perfect time to, like, play the song, like, in the background. But I haven't yet reached that vip level of podcasting whereby like my equipment <laughs> like i've got a whole dj set because you know how like you watch you watch or you listen to other podcasts and like they'll be talking about a tv show or they'll be talking about a song and then like that song will start playing in the background like three seconds of the song will play in the background or like if you're watching a visual podcast and they're talking about a tv show then like three seconds of that tv show will end up playing and will show up on your screen you know just to add like the effect so (laughs) um i haven't yet reached that vip level of podcasting uh but yeah the plan is in motion (laughs) the plan is in motion but anyways that is my victory song so for those of you uh who know that song like that that song is a banger like money trees by kendrick lamar it just gets me in the mood for like everything so like that's why i've chosen that as my victory song um for those of you who don't know it i urge you after this episode go and listen to money trees by kendrick lamar like it'll just put you it'll put you in such a vibe it'll put you in such a good mood um so that's my victory song man that's my victory song and Speaking of money, uh, that is what we're talking about today. And I had to add a dramatic pause, right? 
Because I'm talking about something that I don't have. <laughs> I'm talking about something that I just don't have. Well, I don't know. Let me not let me not put that out into the universe. Uh, I don't wanna I don't wanna talk negatively because you know you know when, whenever you whenever you talk to yourself or whenever you talk about yourself like you shouldn't say like I I when I first started working um, my boss my ex boss um, who I'm so close to to this day like she taught me the ropes like the Quinton that you know okay outside of my own mother right but the Quinton that I know and the Quinton that you know has been molded by my ex-boss because I was working underneath her for at least four years but like she taught me the ropes like the Quentin that I was in high school was definitely not the same Quentin that I was when I started working like professionally so the one thing that I noticed is that like you can be an extrovert in high school but the moment you leave high school like the moment you leave the comfort zone of your high school like and then you go into the real world that's whereby you somehow like uh, you become an introvert again or let me put it this way the extrovert that you were in high school is not the extrovert that you were that you are in a professional environment and that's what i noticed about myself so like she taught me the ropes when it comes to like it's okay to be an introvert and like you need to be an extrovert when it comes to certain people and you need to learn how to read the room because you must remember like when it comes to like in high school i mean you've seen the same people every single day like you've seen your friends every single day so it's like and obviously they're your friends for a reason so like there's no need for you to like adjust or change your personality or like read the room in a way um but when it comes to like professionally in the real world like you are the only way that you can build your network and the only way you can build your career is like for you to be able to properly read the room like you can't be a clown in front of a certain group of people but maybe a certain group of colleagues you can you can't be a clown in front of your boss but in front of the rest of your colleagues you can be and so on and so forth so like she taught me the ropes when it came to how to deal with people and how to talk to people how to react to situations how to act um in different situations so like i really i really take my hat off to her so she's the one that taught me that you should never tell yourself that you don't have money um no matter how no matter how bad your situation uh may seem but the moment you you start putting things like that out into the universe um and also like just on that like she also taught she taught me a lot about speaking things into existence and you know adjusting the way you speak to yourself because the way you speak to yourself you must remember that your body mind and soul is listening and the universe is listening as well so the moment you start putting things out like that into the universe and you know when you start putting negativity out into the universe so obviously your body and your mind and your soul your spirit is going to start paying attention to that so when you tell yourself that you don't have money i don't have money i don't have money i don't have money um yeah, look, it's it's easier said than done, though. Um, it's easier said than done, and um, something that I've noticed is, like, it's not it's not easy, it's not easy being in a situation whereby you need to save money if you're doing everything by yourself, if you're doing everything 
by yourself. Whether you are fending for yourself, fending for your kids, fending for your family, it's just not easy. You know, when it comes to the topic of money, like the first, the first thing that comes into my mind is budgeting, right? And that's the word budgeting. That is like Chinese for me. <laughs> I'm going to be blunt, right? And let me just also say this. That like I'm not coming, I'm not coming into your space as a financial advisor, or as your banker, or as your broker. Like this, I'm just Quentin the podcaster, and I'm just sharing my experience of money, and I'm just sharing my thoughts about money. So I'm not. I didn't create this morning's episode for me to try and step in. And have you changed the way you think about money, or have you changed the way you spend your money? Like I'm just sharing personal experiences, and like by me sharing those personal experiences, I'm also hoping that like it'll open your eyes. You don't have to change, but I just want your eyes to be opened to like a different thinking pattern when it comes to when it comes to money. So. The first thing that pops into my mind is budgeting, and like I say, that's just complete. That's that's a foreign language for me, man. I, I've tried to budget in the past, and I know, like, the whole point of budgeting is to, like, it's to just create a financial. It's to create financial stability, basically, like for you, by tracking your expenses and, like, sticking to a plan. Right. And somehow, like by sticking to that plan, it makes it easier in the long run. Like in case of emergencies, in case of emergencies, or if you need to pay bills on time, um, if you want to make major purchases and expenses. So it's just it's just a plan. It's a plan for you to spend your money wisely and accordingly, right? So, like, you need to find that balance between income and expenses, right? So, that is, <laughs> that's something that does, that does not exist in my mind frame, okay? So, you know, when my boss, when my ex-boss was teaching me this whole thing of, Quentin, you need to start telling yourself that you do have money. Or you need to start telling yourself that you will accumulate the money that you wish, right? So, I started telling myself that. And you need to remember, like, this is my first gig. This is my first ever job, right? So just to share a quick brief story with you. So I started working there at the age, started working at the age of 19. Um, I was pretty young. And like, I've just been, I've just been like money hungry from a young age. So even before I started working, even when I was in primary school, I would get money, like tuck money, right? But I wouldn't use all of it. And sometimes I wouldn't use it at all. And I think that's why I'm so skinny to this day. I would take like one sandwich and a fruit and juice, right? And then my mom would give me tuck money because she just knew how much I loved food. But I would save that tuck money. I'd save that tuck money. It would be five rand. It would be ten rand. Sometimes it would be twenty rand. If she's feeling in a really good mood, or if it's like Friday, then she would give me fifty rand or hundred rand. 
and I would bank that money. I'd bank that money. So unfortunately for me, right, I am a very, I like to explore. Okay. I like to explore. So like if we had, um, in my school, so we had like a gift shop at our school and it would sell, like it would sell fairly interesting things. Like it would sell belts with our badge, our school badge on it, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, a ring as well with our school badge on it. Um, like pens and pencils, but it wasn't any ordinary gift shop. Like this was exclusive. This was like a VIP gift shop. So like those pens and pencils were like specially made for the school. So it had our school emblem and the name of our school on the pen. I bought several of those. <laughs> like I wasted, I wasted my money on like buying pens, and then they got stolen. I was so hurt. I was so hurt. You know when you buy stationery is the number one like thing to get stolen at at school. Nothing gets stolen more. I had a phone in high school, right? My stationery would get stolen more than an attempt of my phone getting stolen or like my food getting stolen. So I don't understand how like that operates, but yeah, I, I had bought several pens, um, which, yeah, unfortunately, I got, <laughs> got stolen. But, like, from a young age, I've just been money-hungry. Like, I've just been interested in the whole thing of money. I give you money in exchange for an item that I love or an item that I want. Like, I've just been interested in that exchange um, of money, like cash. Cash, I've always been addicted to cash. Don't give me a card give me cold hard cash you know so my mom used to give me cold hard cash to go and buy chicken maritramazinis and juices and cokes and chocolates and i would spend like half of it or a quarter of it and then i'll just bank the rest i'd bank i'd bank i'd bank and then i'd go to the gift shop and i'll just buy useless things but like that that whole exchange of me giving you cash and you giving me an item of value which i want that's always that has always interested me from a young age um so dr to fast forward or to, to move back to where we were um so that was my first gig right so i started working um the age of 19 and now i need to organize like a proper adult bank account because i had one of those so i've been banking with um apps for a very long time like I had one of those I had one of those stupid student colorful cards (laughs) like right now I'm laughing at it but like at that age at that age like when I first got it when my mom first got it for me like I felt like such an important I felt like a politician and I felt like a VIP member because like I'd be the only one out of my friends who would rock up with the card as colorful as it was because it was pink yellow green blue alice but like wherever you go like i'm just using my card but like it wasn't it wasn't the same man because i remember like i just preferred cash um so yeah i got my first gig and then i had to you know i had to organize like an adult
so my my first paycheck and like i'm getting advice from different people like i'm getting advice from my friends saying quentin your first paycheck you've got to blow it all took that advice let me cut that story short i took that advice i didn't take anyone else's advice they were telling me you've got to save with your first paycheck and no i'm 19 there's no way there's no way with my first paycheck i'm gonna save it so to cut the long story short my first paycheck came through and it was quite a big chunk um because i think back then like the economy was just well i can't say the word flourishing but it wasn't as bad as it is now but i mean the, the economy wasn't too bad um i think even the, the rant of the dollar also wasn't too bad as well so like when it came to traveling um like it was you know like you could travel with a substantial amount of rands and like you could convert it to dollars and like you could still you could still survive at least like three weeks in the u.s you know just with a few with a few thousands which is pretty nice so um yeah first paycheck came through i blew it all i blew it all i don't i can't even the only thing i can tell you which i remember that i bought were a pair of shoes the most expensive pair of shoes that i think i will ever buy in my whole life so the 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 shoes right so at the at the time all stars were like a big thing and i bought myself a pair of all stars in blue i don't know what the actual name is but like i still i still have the shoes to this day um because i hold them very dear to my heart like that was the first pair of shoes i ever copped with my first paycheck and those that was so expensive so and at that stage i wasn't driving i was walking to work so like i also wasn't concerned about petrol and maintenance i just had to fend for myself so yeah first paycheck i bought myself a nice pair of blue all-stars which like took a huge chunk right out of my salary then i wasn't concerned you know i wasn't concerned but then as time went by like i realized that you can't just keep blowing you know you know when they tell you you only live once and you know you only live once and you need to you need to enjoy it as much as you can oh you're still young you're still young can i tell you guys a very interesting it's not a story but i'm going to tell you guys something very interesting every year of my life goes by and people still tell me i'm young let's think about that okay i started working at the age of 19 i was told that i'm still young and I need to enjoy my paycheck and I need to enjoy my salary. Fast forward seven years later and I'm still being told that I'm young and I must enjoy my life. So what I'm, what I'm trying to put into perspective is like you need to move at your own pace because if you're going to listen to other people, other people are constantly going to tell you what you want to hear. For the past 10 years, I'm being told that I'm still young and I need to enjoy my life. For the past 10 years, every single year. Quinton, how old are you? 20. Oh, you're still young. Enjoy your life. Quinton, how old are you? 21. Oh, you're still young. Enjoy your life. Quinton, how old are you? I'm 25. Oh, you're still young. Enjoy your life. Like, it's like they're encouraging you so like, yeah, enjoy your life and spend as much money as you can. But like, yes, you may still be young, but you're not getting any younger. So like, there should be a plan in motion, right? Hence, I'm saying, 
If you're going to constantly listen to what other people have to say about you, you're going to lose direction. You're going to lose direction because for 10 years, people are going to constantly tell you that you're young and you only live once and you need to enjoy life as much as possible. But like, you're not gaining those years back. You're not gaining the time back. So that's what I find like very interesting, especially when it comes to money especially when it comes to money like there's only a select few people who can like be direct with me and tell me that maybe i've gone a bit too overboard and like i respect that 100 because i want someone to be able to come up to me and say well quentin bro what are you doing what are you doing why are you spending so much so i know like money money can't buy happiness i know that that is for sure money can't buy happiness but it it can sort of buy stability it can buy safety it can buy security for you and your loved ones but it shouldn't be it's it's so it's so tough to say that it shouldn't be like the sole purpose of your life when you're living in joburg joburg is the city of joburg igoli I was about to give you the direct translation of Igoli, but like I'm not 100% sure what it is. I just know it's something to do with gold, like city of gold, right? So this is a city of gold. And like obviously people are flocking to Joburg because we are supposedly like in terms of career-wise and job-wise, like you can find a job here overnight. Like it's painted very, very easy, um, which I find weird because like, the the state of the state of in, uh, unemployment like it's at an all-time high so like i don't know why people are still flocking here saying that like you're gonna find a job so easy here but the unemployment rate is still so high but anyways um Egoli, like the city of gold mzanzi you know so this it's, it's hard it's hard to not think about money when you're living in jobo because all we have is Supposedly, like we used to have gold before we gave it away. <laughs> before we gave it away, you know, like if we were to compare all the three like major provinces, like you've got your beachfront, you know, in 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 Durban, and you've got Table Mountain in Cape Town. Like so, Joburg basically like generally just got food and money. So it's hard not to focus on that, and it's hard not to make that your your soul focus but it's not even just that i feel like now you've really got to fend for yourself and you've got to fend for your family in such a way that like you just don't give up like whatever you want in this day and age it's got to do with money um which i feel which i feel is pretty sad which i feel it's, it's very sad because like now we are losing the state of who we are as people and now we're just money hungry we are money hungry so i found that there's there's a there's a science when it comes to money right over my past i don't even know how many years now um okay let's do the maths again i've never been good at maths it's 2023 20, you know what i'm not even gonna do the maths with you guys because i'm just gonna i'm just gonna embarrass myself but yeah since <laughs> since 2015 right since 2015 so like over my long journey of working for different career sectors and at one stage i was working for 
was working for um i don't even remember the name i've been so far like i've been far and wide in terms of my career like i've worked everywhere i feel like i've worked everywhere like the, i feel like the only sector i haven't worked is farming um, but i've i've come a long way in terms of my career and i found that there's a science when it comes to money and there's a science when it comes to handling money right because there's always that question that you ask yourself how do you balance between the various i call them pillars right i call them pillars others may call them sectors and others will call them categories but i call them pillars because the pillars will hold up your financial wealth and your financial well-being so like how do you balance between all of the pillars of money right so i'm going to share some secrets with you guys um so there are there are eight pillars right there are eight pillars when it comes to money there are eight pillars of wealth right the first is and this is like this is my favorite one <laughs> this is my favorite one um because it all it it involves you it has nothing it has nothing to do with money it's got nothing to do with the physical attraction of money this is all about you the first is called inner wealth inner wealth is all about a positive mindset and high self-respect internal peace and a strong spiritual connection including clarity around your values and a fierce sense of your short and long-term goals that's an interesting one because that's got like that's got nothing to do the word money the word finance was not mentioned in in a wealth because it's all about you just the other day um this past week i went to a buddhist temple which is is it a buddhist temple or a chinese temple oh, probably, i probably should have done a bit more research before i went but the reason why i went is because i was feeling very spontaneous right and i i am a very mm, not not religious i'm not religious but I feel like I'm more I feel like I'm more spiritual than religious. So so this temple that I went to, it's it's about an hour away. So it's it's an hour outside of Joburg, so it's not too far. Um I really got some clarity on my life. Like I'm a I'm a I'm a spiritual person and going to that temple just really resonated with me. And I came across this temple a few years back before COVID and I swore to myself that I'm going to make a trip to go out there so now this was before COVID so obviously COVID hit and I had forgotten about it because there was so much stress when it came to work and finances and I wasn't sure like if I'd still be able to keep my job um, obviously that was just a, a worldwide pandemic so that was just like global panic so I had forgotten about the place and then just the other day I woke up in the morning and I had the sudden urge for me to go to that temple it was very spontaneous. I love being spontaneous. There's nothing better in life than like having spontaneity running through your blood. So I woke up. I woke up at about six o'clock in the morning, and 
before I even touched my phone, I looked up in the ceiling. I looked up at the ceiling and I asked myself, Quinton, what are we doing today? What are we doing today? Because I had, I felt that I had com- uh, like completed everything. So like I did the laundry and the house was clean. My car was clean even. So like, I didn't really feel, <laughs> I didn't really feel as if there was much I could do. Um, but then I just had the sudden urge for me to go and visit the temple. So that's exactly what I did. So an hour later, I was pondering over it, but an hour later, I eventually decided that, yeah, let's go to the temple, man. You only live once. And if you live it right, once is enough. So let's go. I woke up, I brushed my teeth. I got in the shower, hopped in the car and I went. And like, I just spent time at the temple and I was in my own thoughts and I was praying. And it was a beautiful experience for me. And like, in terms of my inner wealth, I feel like my inner wealth has been gained so much. Like it's my level of inner wealth has just increased to the max right now. So that's the first of the eight pillars of wealth. The second is physical wealth. Physical wealth all has to do with your health and your physical, your physical well-being. So that is all that all boils down to you being and when i say physical health i'm not talking about going to the gym and picking up weights and now you you look like a huge bodybuilder so the physical wealth the physical wealth pillar is directed towards you just being healthy on a day-to-day basis because you cannot be a great leader or you cannot be a great person you cannot be a great human being if you're unwell. You can't be at a great place in your career if you are feeling unwell. Great leaders are great in health. So how do you expect, if you wish to be a leader, if you are a leader, how do you expect to be able to lead people if you are unwell? And that's something that I always... Like I always, I always push that on my colleagues. I always push that on my colleagues, and I always, I always try and guide people who are close in close proximity to me. Your health always comes first, and I know, like we work in different sectors in Joburg, and you know, when it comes to work, working in Joburg is tough. Working in Joburg is tough. Like back in the day, you know, my mom, like. Thing is, and the thing is, she still does it to this day. Like, my mom will be so unwell, but she will still go to work. I admire people who can do that. I admire people who can do that because I feel like the generation or my generation, like, I, f- I feel like we are, we take our physical health a lot more serious. Like, you cough and sneeze once in the morning and you call off sick. <laughs> I'm revealing my secrets cough once you sneeze once you sniff once in the morning and already you're calling off sick you know and then you're getting you're getting teased by your family members like you just have the flu bro suck it up and go to work but you know what i think now right now like it's not even just about sucking it up and going to work i feel like illnesses can be 
illnesses can transform, right? And illnesses can also um, be passed on to others very easily. And you must remember, the way the flu attacks me is not going to be the same way the flu attacks someone else. So when it comes to your physical health, I feel like it's very important. Like, you need to take that very seriously, especially in a work environment. Especially in a work environment, because you are not going to be the great person that you can be professionally if you are unwell because you're being told to suck it up and go to work so that's a very important one to take note of number one inner wealth number two physical wealth number three is family and social wealth when your family is happy you will perform better at work no one gets to know you the way that you can know yourself when everything else comes together talking about family when when your family is thriving when your family is thriving and flourishing and everything is going well no one will be able to experience the joy other than you no one gets to know you better than you can during the bad times and the good times at the end of their life and at the end of at the end of their professional career regrets always play a huge role and it impacts it impacts a person professionally it impacts a person professionally you know you'll like in my for example in my space okay i work with a different array of people at work right and on the daily basis like you'll you'll hear someone complaining about the fact that they didn't speak to their aunt or they didn't speak to their mom or they didn't speak to their cousin they don't speak to their father and like you can really see that the whole thing of them not speaking to a relative is really impacting them. And I think that's something that we don't take note of. We don't take note of the fact that the family relations that we have do, whether we like it or not, they do impact our life. And professionally, it's even worse. It's, it's easy for someone to put on a brave face, but when you're alone and you're going through those thoughts, it's something that is going to impact you. And sometimes you end up not performing at the level that you wish to perform. Sometimes you don't perform at the level in which you can perform because you're not putting out 100%. Family and social wealth, it's incredibly important for the soul. Incredibly important for the soul. It's those connections. It is those connections that we have with our friends, those connections that we have with our families that really can improve our mood at work. This is, you know, this is, this is something that I didn't even know existed, right? I didn't even know existed. But then, like, as time is going by and um, I fell out with friends and I gained new friends, it really does change a person's dynamic the whole situation of real life and professional life you need to forge deep connections with your friends and your family members and 
those who are in your personal community, your role models, and your trusted advisors. Advisors, form deep connections with people like that and you will see. You will see how you will reap the rewards. They like to say money doesn't grow on trees, but you know, as as you follow each pillar diligently, you start to flourish. Number three, family and social wealth. Number two, physical wealth. Number one, inner wealth. Top three. Number four, career wealth. Actualizing your highest potential by reaching for your best in your career is incredibly important. Getting to greatness in your profession brings a feeling of satisfaction on a job well done. It helps you make your mark, a stamp of approval. Being world-class in your work is good for your self-respect. Be so good. Be so good at what you do that will you leave your teammates and your colleagues spellbound. You need to... The, I mean, the thing is, the thing is, there's so much jealousy at work. There's a whole lot of jealousy at work that when you put... When you put in that extra effort, when you put in that extra effort, like sometimes I realize that when you put in an extra effort, like people look at you like, okay, well, yo, so why are you trying to surpass us? Or why are you trying to make yourself look better than us? So, you know, when it, it's, it's like I say, because we're living in Joburg and everyone is so money hungry, there's a whole lot of evil that's at play. There's a whole lot of evil that's at play. And you start thinking to yourself that this is not a competition. I'm genuinely, genuinely just trying to make a success of myself. I'm trying to make a success of what I can do, of what I can bring to the table. So unfortunately, not everyone will see that. Everyone is going to, they might see it as competition. They might see it as you are trying to take their place. I mean, it's a tough industry, working career in Joburg it's a tough industry not even just not even just in Joburg I feel like nationwide countrywide globally it's a tough industry just trying to just trying to make a name for yourself is really not easy because people are going to look at you thinking that you're trying to make yourself better than them but I'm just trying to get my I'm just trying to get my chankura chankura is money I'm just trying to get my money I'm trying to get my money up. So it's so it's it's so tough. It's so tough when it comes to on a daily basis. And you know, you spend like 80% of your time at work. You know, so you need to get into a level of like mental stability. Whereas like no matter how much evil there is around you at work, you just need to stay focused on your goals. Number five, economic wealth. Money isn't important, right? Money is not important. It helps, but it's not important. So money just makes life easier and better. 
doesn't make you happier. It just makes life easier and better. Money allows you to enjoy the niceties of life. Living in a luxurious home, taking vacations, and providing well for yourself, and providing for the ones that you love. The life that I live personally, it's... Uh, I don't wanna. I don't want to come across as being obnoxious, but I've I've adopted the mentality of like I work too hard to not enjoy the niceties of life. I'm I don't earn I don't earn ten figures a month, but I work hard for the money that I earn, and best believe me, I'm going to enjoy it responsibly. And by me enjoying it responsibly. That's food. (laughs) Can I just tell you, that is food. And that is like exploring new destinations and traveling. Like as long as I've got a full tank, the world is my oyster. Like if there was, if there was a bridge, a huge long bridge connecting every single continent on this planet. Oh, dude, believe me. Believe me, I would I'd be there. Like you all you need to do is give me a petrol card. I'd be traveling to America, to Asia, to Vietnam, to Brazil. I just need a bridge. <laughs> That's all that I need. So oh, the logistics that are involved when it comes to traveling, my plane or cruise ship. But like I'm a, I'm a big fan of road trips and I'm a big fan of trying new destinations. And that's what makes my soul happy. I work hard, so I'm going to play hard. Responsibly, but I'm going to play hard. And that's food and traveling. But I think now we get into a point where we're confusing, like we're enjoying the money that we work for we work hard for it we're confusing that to like now we are recklessly just spending i feel like when you spend on materialistic items um this is just a personal preference like i said um if this is how you choose to live your life there's nothing wrong with that but personally for me i've come a long way from the quentin who would spend like four five figures on a pair of shoes or a watch um i've come a long way from that imagine spending five figures on a pair of shoes like where can you go on this on this on this planet for five figures like that's that's a lot of money that's a lot of money because like what that's like that's like you either you on your feet you are wearing a trip to wherever on your feet and i've come a very long way from that from the first paycheck quinton to where i am now i've come a long way however i needed to go through that experience hence i'm saying it's not a bad thing it's 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 a it's a journey that i think some of us need to go through but we need to get out of our system number six circle of genius You become who you spend time with. And your associations affect your mindset and your performance. Lead without a title and surround yourself with exceptional people. 
their stardust will rub off on you. So basically what that means is that the people who you choose to spend majority of your time with, you are going to start thinking like them. Their stardust will rub off you. If you're going to spend, if you're going to start spending your people, spending your people, there I'm forgetting my English again. Um, if you're going to, if you're going to start spending time with people who are not on the same life journey as you and now they're spending their money recklessly obviously that is what you are going to do and you're going to give into that peer pressure now you want to spend your money recklessly just because they are too the majority always wins i believe me some of you out there are probably saying but you can be that one needle in the haystack believe me, i've tried I've tried, you try to give advice to people and they just do not want to listen. So you have to guard yourself and you have to choose the people you hang around with very carefully. Not just for your inner wealth, not just for your inner wealth and not just for your physical wealth, but genuinely for your economic well-being, for your economic well-being. Number seven, the adventure success this is also another one of my favorite ones to be fulfilled each of us needs mystery in our lives challenge is necessary for happiness the human brain craves novelty and we are creating beings so we need to be creating constantly if we hope to be fed joy Lots and lots and lots of adventure, ranging from meeting new people to visiting new places, is an essential element of authentic wealth. If I had it my way, I would visit a new place every single week. If I had it my way. It's just that sometimes, like, there are hidden gems. Honestly, there are hidden gems. Like, I will be... I will be on my way to the grocery store, right? And the thing is, like, it happens It happens in a very weird way, right? So, I, you know what I usually do? I go to a new grocery store that I haven't been to. So, if I'm doing my weekly shopping, and the, I, it's weekly shopping for me because, like, I go through, like, when it comes to food, I go through quite a bit of food in the space of that one week. So when it comes to grocery shopping, like I need to do it on a weekly basis and I don't like going to the same place every week. So I choose to go to a different grocery store. And what is very interesting about finding a new grocery store is that you're always going to find new hidden gems that are in and around that grocery store. So I hit it on the GPS and as I'm driving, I'm looking around and I'm seeing like cute little cafes and garden shops and shopping malls. We thrive, we thrive on experiencing new things. We thrive on experiencing new people. We are creating beings. So we constantly need to create. Number eight, last but not least, impact wealth. This is most probably 
like the deepest longing of the human heart right because we are constantly longing we are long like we long for more we long for more we long to live for something greater we yearn for it i think the, the correct term to use is yearn instead of long like we yearn for something more the human heart wants to live for something greater than itself the human being as human being we want to live for something greater than ourselves each of us craves to be significant to make a difference to know that the world has somehow been a better place because we have walked on the planet that's a hundred percent how i feel like i can't i can't lie to you like i when i leave this planet i want to leave this planet knowing that i have made a difference i don't need to make a difference in a hundred people's lives i don't need to make a difference in a thousand people's life and look if i've made a difference in one person's life i am content i am content and i am happy remember focus on the eight pillars of wealth in order for you to make a success of yourself inner wealth a positive mindset and high self-respect internal peace and a strong spiritual connection number two physical health your health is your wealth number three family and social wealth when your family is happy you will perform better at work number four career wealth actualizing your highest potential by creating and reaching your best potential in your career number five economic wealth your money is important but it's not everything money allows you to enjoy the niceties of life but it's not everything number six the circle of genius you become who you spend your time with your associations affect your mindset and your performance number seven adventure success to be fulfilled each of us needs mystery in our lives last but not least number eight impact wealth we crave to be significant we crave to make a difference personally i feel like if we focus on each of these elements and like if you want to make each of those elements a real experience for you that is how you're going to create wealth it's the only way you're going to create wealth by focusing on each one of those elements and creating a real experience you're going to generate wealth money alone does not define being wealthy 
there are many rich people who are so unhappy and they're so unsuccessful as being human beings like it's it's the wildest thing like i see i see so many different people on their daily basis at work and you'll see this oak he rocks up in a beautiful amg g-wagon nice big four by four but like as a person it he's brutal because he's unsuccessful as a human being he's unhappy as a human being so by focusing on innovation and by focusing on elevating all eight of these areas to a world-class level you will not only shine ever so brightly for all those around you but you will also find contentment that lasts for you it's almost like like you you need to you need to live breathe sleep listen to these eight pillars of wealth when you internalize the eight pillars of wealth that is whereby you know that you are going to generate and remember it's not just about money this is wealth i think there's, there's a big difference between being wealthy and being rich you need to generate wealth not just money you just don't want to be rich you want to be wealthy and in order for you to be wealthy you need to live by each and every one of the eight pillars of wealth day in and day out laugh every day read often eat healthy I'm sending love and light your way. Bye-bye.